You said history is fake. What did you mean by that? All truths become false. There is no such thing as truth. It's only what the general population Agreed. agrees to be true. Right. Now, I've got amazing friends and family that I go golfing with mm. and play poker, but I don't share my goals and dreams with them yeah. because why, why it's unfair to them. When right. he was like seven years old, he got a bunch of money from his grandparents. I said, what do you want to do with this? He goes, buy me a Bitcoin thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? So I signed up, mm -hmm. sure enough. And now he's going to be rich by the time he's 18. Go figure. Wow. wow. Welcome back to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly, here with my co-host, Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Greg Reed. Here we go, up in the house. Mr. Reed in the building. Man. 27 years old and getting younger. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He's looking good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm coming up on 60 years old. I got 11-year-old kid and he keeps me active i gotta tell you wow. he introduced so me to have kids yeah i did and wow. he introduces me to the coolest things like mm -hmm. bitcoin when right. he was like seven years old he got a bunch of money from his grandparents i said what do you want to do with this he goes buy me a bitcoin -y thing <laughs> <laughs> what's that so i signed up mm -hmm. sure enough and now he's going to be rich by the time he's 18. go figure wow, wow. so what made you wait to have kids it's just one of those things late in life, dad. And I got to tell you, it's one of the greatest opportunities because I get late to, in life, dad. Yeah. I like that. And I get to enjoy it because mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more at peace mm -hmm. and financially I can give them a life that most could only dream. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. I like that. Late in life, dad. I yeah. saw you had a whole section on your Instagram dedicated to your son. I thought that oh, was pretty cool. He, well, he's the coolest kid. In fact, when he was uh, eight, he had the number one spoken album on Amazon. Wow. Yeah. And, and you he, helped him do it. Well, it was him. At yeah. night before he goes to bed, he does these mantras. Yeah. He says, my name's Colt. I'm happy. I'm powerful. I'm brave. I'm wise. I'm worthy. I'm successful. I help people. My name's Colt. And then a buddy of mine put hip hop music to it. Mm -hmm. And then we put it out on Amazon. It took off. Now he's got his own Spotify channel. <laughs> wow. Isn't that wild? At 11. Young, yeah. Now he's 11 years old. He's a baller. He's going to be a beast at our age. Wow. Man, it's yeah. fire. It's pretty cool. I want to dive fire. into your journey before you had a kid. I know you, you've done a lot of cool stuff. I'd love to hear from you, your journey. Yeah, I'm just a regular guy. I'm probably the most Are you? least qualified guy to do what I do. <laughs> I'm going to be very upfront. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm dyslexic. I can't spell. I can't read. I can't write very well. If mm. you pay me, play me words with friends, you'll win every time. <laughs> but I learned the power of you work your strengths mm. and you hire your weaknesses. Mm. So, for example, when I write books, I sit down with amazing ghostwriters and editors who take my words mm. and then craft them in a way people would want to read them. Mm. Wow, so you can't spell... You can read, right? I can get by. I mean, yeah. it's like one of those type of things. Yeah. I can read and write, but I'm not fighting. Yeah, yeah, Especially being dyslexic, it's hard to see. Yeah, that's the huge obstacle to overcome. That's especially, right. you know, being who you are. So how did you manage to, like, overcome that and continue to excel in the things that you do? Well, I see counsel and not opinion. Okay. The difference is counsel is based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship. People right. have already done it. Opinions based on ignorance, lack of knowledge, or inexperience. Gotcha. If I went to a family friend and say I'm going to write a best-selling book, they'll try to talk me out of it to protect me, to right. keep me safe because right. I'm dyslexic, yeah. and they've never written a best-selling book. Mm -hmm. So I went to Barnes & Noble. I bought every best-selling title, and mm -hmm. I asked them, said, hey, what's the system? How does this work? Mm -hmm. They taught me. I duplicated it. 
And now I've been published in 150 books, 45 languages, two honorary degrees, and a star on the Walk of Fame. Wow. Two honorary degrees from where? Uh, All over the place. One from India, where Tonino Lamborghini and I went and did commencement speeches to the country. And they gifted us. Oh, it was amazing. By the way, I gave you my Tonino Lamborghini story. I said, how is it that you and your dad had so much success in your life? And he says, all you got to do is create a product, good, service, or experience Mm -hmm. that people save their money to hand it to you. I said, what do you mean? He says, look, no one's going to save their money to buy your book, but they're going to cash in their 401k to drive my car. Mm. He says, you're not going to spend $3,000 a night to live in your own apartment, but you'll go to Anaheim and give it to a mouse with big ears. <laughs> he goes, if you can create a product, good service or experience that yeah. people save their money to give to you, you'll never run out of cash. Wow. wow. So just create an amazing product, basically. That's, that's it. That's or it an experience. That's right. That's why we started Secret Knock. That was the whole concept. Right. As we said, instead of these coaches and teachers and mentors, mm-hmm. we said, what if we created an environment where you have direct access to the person who did mm. what everyone else is talking about. Mm. Where everyone else is leaning against a Lamborghini taking a picture on mm. Instagram, here's Mr. Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. If you want to start a clothing brand, we'll go have tacos with the guy who started Ugga Boots. Mm-hmm. If you got an idea for a board game, here's the guy who did Pictionary. Mm. Where could you be by jumping to the front of the line? And that's what we're about. Wow. Yeah, I've heard a secret, not great things about it. Yeah. So what's the, like, it's invite only, right? Yeah, it's really unique. It's known as the greatest event you cannot attend. <laughs> you have to know someone <laughs> or be invited. Not into. Yeah, like it that. sells out six months early every time. It costs yeah. five grand to go, and we will not tell anyone where it is or who will be there. Nothing. We just tell you the city, state, and date, and that's all. Mm, Nothing wow. until you show up. And then what we do is we deliver. So we have private Skype with Edward Snowden, who's hiding in Russia. <laughs> uh, Carol Baskin came in last time. They tell us the, her side of the story. She never <laughs> met Joe funny. Exotic, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Presidente Vicente Fox comes in and says, here's how George Bush tried to trick me to go to war in Iraq. Wow. And when you have direct access to these amazing mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. again, you get it from the source. And mm-hmm. I believe that's where you get counsel and not opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So are they speaking live there? or? Yeah, they're hanging out with us. No, not only live. They're mm-hmm. just like this. Oh, We're hanging out. There's awesome. no name tags there's no yeah. everyone's treated the same wow. and so you're sitting at a table and you don't know who they are who that is, until yeah. i sit there and say come to the stage of the guy who invented the credit card magnetic strip and changed banking wrong client wow and he gets royalties on that right yeah i think he's doing okay <laughs> yeah he's not complaining about money <laughs> man so you're around all these super successful yeah. people like what's that like and what have you learned from just hanging around all these guys well we have a rule it's just just two words be cool uh, I mean, if you have an ego type of a thing, you're probably not going to fit into our yeah, yeah, community. Not. We surround ourselves with positive, like-minded people mm-hmm. who are doing and not just talking. Right. And by doing that, again, you seek that counsel. And mm-hmm. I, it's so important to understand that. I started a website called CredibleSource.com. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is, where could you be literally by getting information from people that are excelling what everyone else is just dreaming about? Mm-hmm. And that's what I like to surround ourselves with and also give access to other people as well. Mm. Man, pretty gotta, simple stuff. We got to find out how to get invited, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, we got to find out how not to get invited, but to be there uh, yeah. so we can be invited. And oh, it's man. it's pretty great. Right. The person who's coming this next time is yeah. unbelievable. But you, the people you that can't is, tell us. I won't tell you anything. <laughs> We're not invited. And, well, even when you're there and you are invited, right. you, you I can't tell know. you yeah. until yeah. you're sitting in the chair and that's say, a, "That's a dope concept." Yeah. yeah. And by so concept. this last time we flew in the guy. There's a TV show that's out on Netflix right now. It's called Wednesday. It's the oh yeah yeah yeah. So I flew in the guy who plays thing the hand mm-hmm. for his first ever interview in america where wow. he got to tell his mm-hmm. story of how he became a famous actor by just using his hand right yeah, yeah. we've had 
you know, Oscar winners to just mm -hmm. amazing human beings. Mm -hmm. But again, they're all cool. Right. That's the best part. Mm -hmm. So when you're over there, again, having lunch in the line, you're hanging out with these people. Mm -hmm. You're not just watching them on stage and having VIP access and all yeah. that garbage. Right. Everyone's treated the same. Yeah. How long did you have to work to become, you know, who you are in a sense of like, you know, being comfortable with talking to people, being a good networker, a great net networker and connecting with people? Like, how did you did you develop that or has always been a gift? Like, we're just a guy at school or are you just like, ah. Like, what were you like coming up? Yeah, as a kid, I got in trouble for it. <laughs> you know how it is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so funny. I always tell people as a kid, I couldn't make money when I was 14 years old, yeah, yeah. right? But so I, what I would do is I go get the neighbors to pay me 10 bucks to mow the lawn. Mm -hmm. And then I hire the other kids for five bucks to mow the lawn for me. Mm -hmm. And I was taking advantage of the kids, but I was just being an entrepreneur. Right, right. So now they give me trophies and awards <laughs> for doing this stuff that I got yelled at as a kid. But mm -hmm. that's how I live my life today. No. Yeah, it wasn't cool back then, right? Being an entrepreneur. Correct. And not only that, but people didn't see the power of leverage. And mm. that's what I believe it's all about. Leverage. And again, yeah, if I've got a connection that you have, and it doesn't cost me anything to give you that to cut your learning curve 10 years, mm. I'm going to do it all day long. Yeah. Right. Because that's how you build real social capital, you know, wow. relationship mm. capital. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, because so many people nowadays brag about how that uh, I'm self-made, I'm doing it on my own. And they want that. It's like they want to brag about that, but that's not the way. Yeah, that's why you've never heard of me before. <laughs> I'm the most unfamous guy yeah. in my industry you yeah. could be. And the whole idea is that I'm so busy doing these things where everyone else is just talking mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. And to me, I'd like to literally separate them from the 95% who dream of success mm -hmm. to the top 5% who do it by just giving him and them that access. Right. So, so when did you come become familiar with like Instagram and like when did you start pushing it? Because you you have three million followers on there. Yeah, I get back to my kid yeah. and he goes, "Hey, check out this TikToky thing. Hey, check out this yeah. stuff." So I just started following it. Mm -hmm. I, I believe there's old songs, you know, the mm -hmm. children of the future. Well, no one listens to them. And yeah, <laughs> you guys are the cutting edge and know right. what's coming next. Right. So I'm the different guy where I listen and say, hey, mm -hmm. what do you see coming down the road? Yeah. A good quarterback never throws the football where a wide receiver standing. Mm -hmm. They throw it downfield and let them run be? to it where it's gonna be? so they can catch up. Wow. So I'm always looking for what's coming next. Right. Because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people your age aren't on social media. So at you all. took the opposite approach. Yeah. yeah, the opposite approach. Yeah, so, and that's it. Plus, I'm kind of an older guy, but I'm a hip guy. I mm -hmm. like to yeah. stay current and things mm -hmm. of this nature. Uh, and you get to stay connected with people. Mm -hmm. People understand this. I do more connection on Instagram mm -hmm. than I do on emails. Yeah, that's how we connect. Mm -hmm. that, that's how it works, 100% mm -hmm. of the time, yeah. You have great energy. You seem like you're a very happy guy. Have you been happy your whole life, or did that come when you became successful? Uh, it's interesting you say that. And I don't know if you led me into this or you did some research, <laughs> but I, I'm doing a book right now in a movie called The Secret of Happiness. Mm. And so for the last few years, I've been on this journey with a mastermind group where we've mm. interviewed monks to millionaires from celebrities, whatever, to find out what is the secret of happiness. Mm. And for myself, I live a very clean life. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't drink, smoke, use drugs. Mm. I, I'm just yeah. a clean guy. Mm. Uh, that's just the lifestyle that I choose to live. Mm. But more importantly, I started realizing that my happiness comes by surrounding myself with other people that are happy. Mm. I do not allow heads in my life. And I look oh, at this. Heads. Yeah. Not <laughs> kids. Heads. Let me let me explain. If I come to your house and mm. I've got a trash bag and it's full yeah. of dirty diapers and rotten cheese and I start opening it into your living room floor, you're going to go stop. 
-hmm. get out of here what are you doing yet for some reason we'll let people open our brain dump all their garbage and we sit there and take it Mm -hmm. not me Mm -hmm. as soon as you start doing that i go hip i gotta pause you right there i'm sure you're going through some situations i hope to find someone who can deal with that but i gotta go deal with this over here Mm -hmm. i will not allow that to go into my brain so how do you think people perceive that do they think oh he's emotionally unavailable he's mean sure he he only only cares about himself yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) and how do you how do you feel when they think of that uh, that's their gotcha. their viewpoint. Yeah. And, and the main thing, though, but the majority of people come and say, how do you stay positive? And I'm given the answer. Right. Uh, you know, look, I've got amazing friends and family that I go golfing with mm. and play poker, but I don't share my goals and dreams with them yeah. because why, why, why it's unfair to them oh. because they don't have the same mindset. And so many people come up to me and they say, I'm so disappointed or I feel like I'm behind because my family and friends don't believe in me. Mm. Well, you're sharing your goals and dreams and aspirations with someone who cannot comprehend mm. where you're going. Mm. So what I do is I enjoy my mm. poker time and my golf time with those people. But so I if they keep ask my, you, do you not? I sit there and say, I'm working on something special. And as soon as it comes oh, to okay. free, <laughs> yeah, as soon as it comes special. to fruition, you're going to be broad. the first to know. Gotcha. And then what I do is I seek counsel. So someone who's already doing what I want to do. Mm. Back to Barnes and Noble. When I went to the store, I went to the best selling book section. I didn't go to the best written books. Mm. I, I, I'm dyslexic. I can't write. Right. So I went to the best selling section and said, how does this system work? Mm. And I asked them and I started duplicating it. Mm. So that is the secret. Surround yourself with people who are getting the results you want. Mm. For example, I've never sold a car in my life. But if I was going to, I'd probably sell a Lamborghini because it's the highest potential for commission. Mm-hmm. And then when I started, I'd say, who's ringing the bell every day? I go, that's the person set me next to their desk. Right. I want to learn from someone who's doing what I'd like to do myself. But how can people watch and get access to those people? You're able to do it with your network, but an ordinary guy. Again, I got to say BS to this. You've never heard of me before. Everyone watching this hasn't never. heard of me before. Yeah, never heard of so it doesn't make a difference. So when I reach out to people, they've never heard of me either. Mm. And the answer is specificity. Mm. And I don't know if I say it right because I'm dyslexic, but be specific. Mm-hmm. Here's the way it works. If I want to get to the founder of Remax Real Estate, mm-hmm. I say, listen, I'm asking for 12.5 minutes of your time. I'll cover all my own costs and expenses to come see you. From the moment I open the door till the time I leave will be 12 and a half minutes. I'm going to ask you one simple question, blah, blah, blah. The chance of them coming from their office to the break room to do that is so high. Mm-hmm. Other people say, I want to pick your brain, buy you lunch, take you out to dinner. They don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. But that specificity opens the doors. Mm-hmm. When I get off stage and there's a long line of people that want autographs and photographs, it's wonderful. And they say the nicest thing. How can I work with you? How can it be of contribution? Mm-hmm. How can it be of service? Mm-hmm. I don't have 30 minutes for a resume check. Mm-hmm. Compared to that, someone comes up and says, dude, check out your Instagram. You got millions of followers. Mm-hmm. I like your memes. I make them as well. Right. Let me send you one. If you like it, you'll use me. Mm. Eight seconds. I know who you are, what you do. You got my phone number. We're in contact. Specificity is the key. Wow. I love that. Yeah, most people are just like, let me take you out to lunch. Or the pick your and how brain. Many times, yeah, and how, you pick your brain, you never say that. <laughs> and it sounds painful, right? You never say that. It sounds painful. Let me painful. pick your brain. It's like, bro, my brain? I don't even, I don't even pick it. <laughs> oh, man. So it's like, it's a lot. So, like, in dealing with all that, how do you find time to have, like, a family balance? Like, how do you, how is the family, like, 
just the organization of it or, or do you have a balance? I have an extreme balance. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Majority of it is spending time with yeah. my kid. I'm right. one of those Disneyland dads. So <laughs> yeah, my former wife, Alan, I got the greatest ex-wife in the world. I know it sounds weird, Dang. but she runs the my greatest other ex-wife in the world. Yeah, she runs my, she that. runs my other side of my businesses, okay. secret knock women. Okay. And her boyfriend and our family, we all get along great on the holidays and things wow. of this nature. And my son, I get him on the weekends mm-hmm. and we have the greatest times because mm-hmm. we're always learning and doing something new. We're always expanding horizons. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really, uh, you know, fun for me. Yeah. yeah, interesting. It's so unique because he has so much energy. Yeah, he just dragged me to yeah. SneakerCon. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. A buddy of mine started SneakerCon, so he got me VIP passes. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Travis Scott shoes cost $1,400. <laughs> 10 year old, but uh, that's why I got to wear these. <laughs> I yeah, mean, those can cost too. Uh, I know, got some special ones. It's crazy. Yeah, you had to step it up. That's so true. you're on the the stars. Uh, walk, what is it called? Uh, walk oh, of Fame. Yeah. yeah, right here in Las Vegas, right yeah. in front of the Paris Hotel. Yeah, um, it's really neat. So years ago, I made a major motion picture as that mm-hmm. secret knock mm-hmm. and there was a gentleman named frank shankwitz mm-hmm. and he started a non-profit called make a wish foundation mm-hmm. that grants wishes to terminally ill kids mm-hmm. and i asked him a question i said frank what was your wish and he goes what he looked at me like i had two heads mm-hmm. and i go well you're the founder of make a wish what did you wish for he said mm-hmm. no one asked me wow i said what i go i want to be the guy that grants the wish as the founder of make a wish mm-hmm. i go do you want a house you want a, a car i know a guy and he says no i just want my story to be told so my grandkids will know I did something. Mm-hmm. So he signed over his life rights and I said, I'm gonna make this into a major feature film. Just know I've never made a feature film. Mm. He trusted me, it took six years, but when it came out, we made the ballad for the Oscars. We're still trending worldwide called Wish Man. Mm. And the moral is that everyone can be a hero. Right. You do not need to be a billionaire to give a pair of socks to a homeless person or stop bully from fighting mm-hmm. and so what happened is i nominated him for the star and when i did so they decided to grant me one next wow time. and this is in las vegas yes yeah, right down the street here that's insane yeah that's, isn't that neat that's dope that's because you because usually you know you got you know you usually see rappers entertainers and actors with stars but the fact that you are actually making an impact gives you a star so you don't have to be a rapper or entertainer either to make an impact first of all i'm offended that you don't think i rap because <laughs> well, i'm the I, greatest I was, 60 I was, year old I, white rapper you've i ever was heard. trying to think i was i wasn't sure I, yeah I was, exactly I was, that's funny <laughs> one of your quotes on your youtube that caught my attention you said history is fake what did you mean by that well basically with enough examination all truths become false and i learned that from the founder of chuck e cheese uh, and it was really interesting because there is no such thing as truth. It's only what the general population Agreed. agrees to be true. Right. At one time, the world was flat. At one time, Pluto was a planet. Mm-hmm. At one time, you could catch COVID from a mail coming in from your UPS guy, <laughs> right? So all truths with enough examination become false. And when you have that open mind and start looking at things, mm-hmm. you realize that it's from your point of view at that chosen time is mm. how you see things. Mm. So it helps you judge people less mm. and look things from a different perspective. Wow. I never thought of it that way, but that yeah, makes some sense. people would argue that fact. Some people, well, it's history. It happened. Well, I mean, do you think it happened? Well, okay. History yeah. is only written by the winners. That is so untrue. Right. So that's the most, that's right. the greatest example of right. that not being true yeah. because the losers didn't write the history books. Only the winners wrote the history books. So you're so only seeing it one side, one from one side. If yeah. you look at world war two and we dropped bombs on Hiroshima 
and you hear that we won this war and a great thing, you don't see the atrocities that the United States and other countries went through. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's amazing and horrific at the same time. So, Nor do you know the real story behind it. Exactly. Yeah. So the, you, it's only the story that's written by the winners. Right. And you know, it's interesting. I have the opportunity to meet amazing people and get great interviews and mm -hmm. whatnot. But one of my favorite ones is a guy named Steve Wozniak. We started Apple Computers with Jobs. Mm -hmm. And I said, how is it that you guys had so much success in your life? Mm -hmm. And he said, we embraced our lack. So what do you mean? He goes, most people run from what they don't have. He goes, we ran towards it. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean? So when these little microchip processors came out, mm -hmm. they were very expensive. We could only afford one chip. Mm -hmm. Jobs sold his car. I had sold my calculator. We pulled our money to buy one. Wow. He goes, but Hewlett Packard would make machines like IBM and go from point A to B with 20 chips because they had all the money of God. Mm -hmm. He said, I'd pull away five and I'd go from A to B with 15. I'd pull away five, get to work with 10. Eventually, I found a way to go from A to B using one, one chip. He goes, we were not trying to be innovative or cool or aerodynamic. We could economical. afford one chip. Yeah, they were trying to be economical. Exactly. Yeah. He goes, but by doing so, we found the shortest, cleanest path mm -hmm. and changed the way people do personal computing for the rest of the world for the rest of their life. He said, where could you be right now or at this moment in your own business mm -hmm. if you stop looking at something as your greatest challenge and obstacle, but it could just be your greatest blessing and opportunity in disguise? Wow. That's crazy. Steve Wozniak. What Boss. a beast. Yeah. You also said on your YouTube that you think building legacy is overrated. Why do you feel that way? Well, again, because there's no such thing as legacy. Uh, look, there was, look at the pyramids. Mm -hmm. Just taking all, you know, cut through the chase, right? right? All the people that built the pyramids, their great, great, great grandkids are still living around that area. Don't even know they And did. don't even know how they did it. Mm. So if you can do that, what is it? So what about Michael Jordan? Well, again, only because it's a living legacy today. But okay. if I sat there and asked you a question... You know, again, such as uh, who's Stevie Ray Vaughan or who is some of these greatest musicians from just, you know, 50 years ago. Majority of people wouldn't know who they are, even though they wrote some of the greatest songs in history. Right. And if I sat there and asked you who the 13th president of the United States is, you're not going to tell me yet. He was the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. That's your legacy. Mm -hmm. So the realities are, I realize for my kid, especially being 50 years older, mm -hmm. chances are of him going to my grave. Um, is slim to none, a little on my grandkids. And that's why I was so excited when I got the star because I figured every time they come out, mm -hmm. they're going to go, hey, there's my grandpa, pour one out for the homie. So <laughs> I figured that would be kind of a cool thing. Pour one out for the homie. So your son, what is he into? What's his What's his thing? Because you were saying he has a, one of the best sellers on Amazon. Yeah, well, right now he's an actor. He yeah. got his first acting gig. Mm -hmm. uh, he made like 980 bucks his first gig. <laughs> wow. Uh, I know. Wow. Go figure. <laughs> He, this so is all he knows. than you at his age? Yeah. That, that, that's <laughs> a lot at that age. Yeah, that 980 a, bucks? That is a lot of dough. And yeah. it was so interesting, but that's all he knows. So we've fed him the idea of prosperity and what's and work. possible. So he doesn't know anything else. All he knows is success. Yeah. And, and it's very interesting. I, I, I'll tell you a paradigm shift that we had with mm -hmm. him that will blow your mind. You guys ready for this one? Yeah. I was doing a podcast like this, mm -hmm. and the woman asked me, says, do you give your kid money to do allowance for things he doesn't like to do around the house? Like, mow the lawn, you know, take out the trash, make mm -hmm. his bed. I go, absolutely. I go, I want to teach my kid the power and respect of money. And she goes, stop. I expected more from you. It's a shame you're ruining your child forever. Whoa. Student's mindset. I said, teach me. Mm -hmm. She goes, think about it. You're training your kid from the earliest of memory, the earliest of thought. The only way to make money 
is to do something they hate. Mm. Paradigm shift. Mm. So I sat him down and said, listen, I go, I've got a lot of followers and stuff. You make these cool videos and stuff. I go, how about you make your allowance for doing something you excel at? Mm. And I'll pay you all your money you want for doing these things to make me look good. And more importantly, how about you just make your bed and we'll call it contribution for living in the lifestyle you do. Mm -hmm. And it changed our conversation. So now when he comes up to me and says, I need some new Jordans, how many TikToks can I make for you? Mm. And now all of a sudden he's teaching other kids within his school to do the same. Wow. Work your strengths and hire your weaknesses. I love that. Then he views his responsibilities different as contributions versus something that he hates doing. Correct. Right. And he's still, you got to be careful what you say too. Because I have this whole power of work mm. your strengths and hire your weaknesses. Mm. So for example, I'm a good orator, but I can't write. So I sit down with ghostwriters and I mm. say all these amazing things I think in my head. And then they recraft them in a way people would want to read them in book form. And sure enough, it goes on to inspire millions of people. Right. Well, one time we were doing a party and uh, it was right after COVID. And I said, hey, Cole, go upstairs and do me a favor. Make your bed, clean up your room and stuff mm. like that. we got people coming over. He goes, no problem, Dad. About 15 minutes later, his best friend comes down. And he's got a handful of money. Mm -hmm. He goes, hey, Dad, can you put this in my bank for me? I go, where'd you get that cash? Mm -hmm. He goes, from your son. <laughs> I call him down and says, Cole. He comes down and says, son. I go, why did you give him money? And his friend says, that's easy. He paid me money to make his bed, to clean his room, take out the trash. Uh, and I said, but why'd you do that? And he says, well, you said to work your strengths and hire weaknesses. I had other stuff to do. Wow. At 11? Wow. Yo, he's going to be crazy. He might get to the point where he gonna hire, he, he's going to hire peop people that's actually his strengths, too. Because he's smarter than everybody at this moment. Like he's, It's, it's you, interesting. Well, if you teach these kids, right. that's the whole thing. That's why being a late in life dad is so cool. Mm -hmm. A younger dad, he's still going to work. And yeah, making he's still his, figuring out. Yeah. And, and here I get to sit down and go, listen, this is what I've learned along the way. Mm -hmm. And things that work for him, mm -hmm. he holds on to. Look, I happen to be you know, a sober guy, right? No big deal. You live your own life. But I learned a valuable lesson from mm -hmm. this. When I was in rehab when I was a kid, I was 24 years old, they kept telling me what to do. Put a bumper sticker on my car, do a chant, get a sponsor, do all mm -hmm. this different stuff. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to drink. Mm -hmm. And so one guy was going to leave and he said, here, grab a handful of sand. Right. And there's sand outside and I did. And he says, when people try to give you their input, it's not to hurt you. They're just giving you their input from their point of view. Right. So Absolutely. he says, when he tell, someone says something, say, thank you very much. Honor them. Mm. Don't still yeah, but say thank you very much. Mm. Now, if it works for you, keep it in your palm. If not, you let it slip through your fingers. Mm -hmm. So someone says, hey, put a bumper sticker in your car and say, well, I drive a Ferrari. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. If someone says, you get a men's group, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And as you close your hand, that becomes a system that works for you. Right. That's how I've raised my kid. That's how I start my businesses. That's how I make movies. That's how I do everything I do today. Mm -hmm. As I take the best of, of all the counsel that comes to me and I apply it. Mm. So how did you start the uh, Secret Knot? Uh, what you event? How, how how did that come to fruition? Like, what was your mindset behind that? Well, I, I wrote this. And book. why? And uh, why? Yeah, oh, I wrote a book called "Think and Grow Rich: Three Feet from Gold." Mm -hmm. It's a story about a gold miner who gave up three feet away from the largest strike in history. Right. And I interviewed everyone from the founder of you know. Remax Real Estate, the NASCAR, to Miss America, to Mrs. Fields Cookies, everyone in between. Right. And I asked 300 some odd people to go with me to meet them and no one ever came. Oh. Everyone had something called a bad case of the once eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take action once I get the kids out, once I get the big break. And I always say their big butt holds them back. Not the one we sit on. They say, I'd go with you too. But. That's it. <laughs> That's the biggest holding back strategy. And I mm -hmm. said, okay, well, 
what would I do differently? And then when the book came out, it became a juggernaut of a success. I mean, we sold gazillions of copies, mm-hmm. all these different languages, and people said, well, I want to meet them too. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, I'll start a little event in my living room, and you can introduce them to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's 12 people that showed up, and they said, do I need a ticket? And I said, no, just knock on the door, bump, bada, bump, bump, as a joke, became <laughs> the secret knock. Mm-hmm. And then they went and told people, and they told people, and they told people, and now we're Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur, Success Magazine's top event in the world for entrepreneurs. Wow. How many people are coming now? <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret. I will tell you that. It is packed. It is yeah. packed with the most amazing people. What's really cool is uh, Coolio, before he passed away, gave his last concert. At, at Secret Knock. Oh, wow. Uh, we've had just amazing people show up that you just have no idea is there until we go, hey, everyone, here's Coolio. What? Right? Hey, everyone, here's this person. And it's just absolutely phenomenal. That's awesome. Greg, what's next for you, man? Uh, more mainstream media. I'm writing my last book. I'm Your in the process. I'm done. I, I've said everything I got to say. And oh, so okay. I'm <laughs> now going to go into more mainstream media. Okay. I realized if I wrote another, mm-hmm. you know, bunch of books that can impact a million people yeah. or more but my movie wish man was seen by tens of millions wow and i realized the exponential that, growth and that's where you want to go that's so i'm going to do more mainstream tv gotcha. shows movies introduce all my friends that i've met along the way and share them with a larger stories. audience gotcha. yeah isn't that great yeah, yeah that's fire that. so you, you you're going to be living a long time well that's the idea yes yeah that's the idea. <laughs> maybe what 150 Come on now, yeah. I'll take I'll take a I'll take a even hundred. But the main thing is is to live a good life, right? Gotcha. So that's the whole idea. Surround yourself with positive, like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Don't let them dump garbage. Mm-hmm. Seek counsel, not opinion. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, put yourself in the environments where people can lift you up rather than tell you what you can and cannot do. Bars, Greg, it's been a pleasure, man. Where can people find you? Go to Instagram, Greg S. Reed, and you DM me directly. It goes right to me. There's no filter. Uh, I ask that you don't talk about the weather or what your kids ate, but if you say, hey, what's a good business book? Who should I meet? I'd be glad to make an introduction. Nice. There we go. Wayne, thank you guys for watching the Digital Social Hour. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next time. Peace.